It's 8.30 in the morning as Kate Beekman slips on her prettiest dress, carefully combs her hair as... Ma, I brushed off your dancing shoes. Oh, thanks. And pressed your shorts and hoard. You didn't have to do that, Ma. We were wrinkled being in the drawer so long. And I kept your breakfast warm. Ma, now there's plenty of time, honey. Your audition's at 10 o'clock. Now that's almost an hour. Oh, your dress looks nice, dear. Thanks. Uh, Are my stockings straight? Mm Mm-hmm. Sure you don't want me to go with you? Oh, Ma, I'd I'd like to have you, but I'm already nervous. Yes, you are. Why, honey? Oh, because... Well, it's so important. If I get the job, it'll mean a lot for all of us. Yes, but... I've never heard you say... I think I know who's at the door. I'll I'll go, Ma. Morning, Case. Oh, Mr. McInerney. Gee, that's a pretty dress. Thank you. Hey, so this is Skipper. Yes. Hey, we're going to get you a dog tag, young fella. Look, he's excited. Oh, hello, Mrs. Beekman. Hello, Jay. I didn't recognize you out of you. Oh, everybody's dressed up this morning, including Skipper when we get his dog tag. Oh, I I forgot to tell you, Ma. Jay offered to take Skipper to get his dog tag and and register him. You and Skipper. (laughs) It isn't far, and we can walk if you like. It's a beautiful morning. I thought it was going to rain. Oh, well, maybe a little cloudy. Uh, To tell the truth, I hardly noticed, but uh, you better take your raincoat, Kate. Be ashamed to get that pretty dress wet. Uh, Don't worry, Miss Beekman. If it starts raining, we'll duck in the subway. Jay, I'm awfully sorry. I I can't go with you and Skipper. Can't go? Well, I'm going to be auditioned for a job. Oh, Oh. Oh, audition. Well, that sounds like a dancing job. Yes. Well, that's fine, Kate. Where? Um, I'll get it through the Powers Agency. Yeah? They book entertainment. Uh, Miss Powers is going to give me the audition. Well, that's wonderful. I'm awfully sorry I can't go with you. Oh, I understand. At least sit down for a cup of coffee. I'll pour you a cup, too, honey. No, thanks, Ma. Now, there's plenty of time. I just don't want any, Ma. I, I do have to get ready. You excuse me, Jay? Sure, Katie. Run along get ready. Want a cup of coffee, Jay? Hmm? I, uh, beg your pardon, Miss Beekman? You want some coffee? Oh, no, 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 thanks. I, uh, well, I, I think I'll be going. You don't have to hurry. Well, I, uh, well, thanks just the same. Come on, let's go, Skipper. Oh, uh, you got a leash for him? Yes, here on the table. Can't you take him tomorrow? Kate probably won't be busy then. Well, I'd like to, but this is my day off. I, I guess I should have phoned before I came over, but, well, I, I thought it was definite. Oh, Kate should have phoned you. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. Yes, oh, my. I mean, because I'd like to show Kate where to take him and all. Here, hold still, Skipper. <laughs> I'll have him back in an hour, Miss Beekman. Jay. Yes, ma'am? Uh, don't they have regulations about, well, about minors working in nightclubs? Yes, ma'am, state laws. Uh, Kate going to work in a nightclub? I don't know. I don't even know if her father and I will give her permission. Mm, of course, that's up to you and Ed, but... They enforce those laws, Mrs. Beekman. And uh, Kate's a level-headed girl. Mm. She's so young. Almost 20. I uh, happen to remember her birthday. Uh, Like I say, it's up to you, Mrs. Beekman, but... uh, While Kate's wise beyond her years, I I wouldn't worry about her. I wouldn't if she wouldn't. What? Kate's worried. Something's bothering her. Oh, probably just worried about the audition. Yeah, maybe, but it's just not like her. Okay, okay, Skipper. Well, goodbye, Mrs. Beekman. I'll uh, I'll take a rain check on that cough. I 
I'm almost ready, Ma. Had Jake on? Yes, he took Skipper. Uh, here, I poured you some orange juice. Ma. You can drink it while you finish dressing. And I want you to. You didn't eat a bite of breakfast. I'm sorry, Ma. I just can't drink it. I'm not hungry. You feel all right, Katie? Of course. Do you, honey? Why, oh, yes. Do I look all right? Honey, I... I don't like to pick on you. Is something wrong, Kate? <laughs> what could be wrong? Um, there, I'm all ready. I look okay? <laughs> Pretty as a pick. Here's your halter and shorts. My shoes. Here. Now get your raincoat. Oh, never mind, Ma. I don't need it. It's... Oh, it has started to rain. Mm, it's raining hard. I wish it hadn't. I hope Jay doesn't get wet. He's such a nice young man. Mm. You should have told him you couldn't go. Yes, I know I should have, but with this on my mind. Huh? The audition. What else? Oh. Will you get my raincoat while I wrap these up, please, Ma? Meanwhile, at the entrance to the coffee shop next to Perry Mason's office building... Come on, hurry, Della. It's really starting to rain. I am hurrying. Here, I'll get the door. There's nothing like a foot race to work up an appetite. Mm. Huh. Here, here's the table. All right. It's awful crowded. We may be late at the office. Mm. Oh, Della, phone the secretarial service, will you, first thing? Uh-huh. We'll need some clerical help since Kate Beekman won't be coming to work. Oh, I wish she had. Well, yes, so do I, but... She's a dancer. Can't blame her. Well, 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 well. Good morning, Mason, Miss Street. Oh, hi. Good morning, Dr. Hill. Hello, Tom. Mind if I join you? No, no. Sit down. Uh-huh. Ah, you're looking well, my dear. <laughs> Is that a compliment or a professional opinion? My opinion as a man and as a doctor. Careful. He'll charge you professional <laughs> service. I'll give you the special rate. Are you people ordered yet? No, not yet. Toast and coffee for me. Not me. I want bacon and eggs. Now, that's what you should have, Perry. A good breakfast is important. Oh, here's the waitress. I have a tomato juice, please, and some scrambled eggs and bacon. All right. I'll have the same. Uh, make my toast and coffee and bring my coffee now, please. Uh, yes. Seriously, Mason, you should start the day with a good breakfast. Is that your professional opinion? Definitely. Want to pay me now or later? Oh, it's understatement. <laughs> I'll deliver it in person. As a matter of fact, I was going to drop by your office anyhow. Oh, well, just ask Miss Street here for an appointment. Yes, sir. Mr. Mason's fee depends on the nature of the case and the financial status of the client. You'll go easy on old Doc Hill, won't you? I should say, poor old Doc Hill. Ah, we went over your income tax return for you last year, remember? Ah, yes, yes, so you did. Mm. I also remember the fee you charged me. Uh, you don't look so well, Perry. What? You'd better drop in for a checkup. Just want to get even. I'll get my hooks. Uh, that is, I'll get you in my office someday, and when I do. Uh, I'm just kidding myself. You're healthy as a horse. Thanks. Don't mention it. Do you really want an appointment, Dr. Hill? Well, I get an appointment when I can talk to your boss over a cup of coffee. Oh, sorry. Can't give advice outside my office. Well, you can tell me this. No, nope, not a chance. All my uh, instruments are upstairs. No kidding, Perry. Who's kidding? <laughs> What's on your mind, Tom? I rather hate to tell you after all this horsing around about money. Remember that girl you asked me to examine as she was in the hospital as the result of an accident? Yes, of course, Kate Beekman. We were just talking about Why, what about her? Um, was she or her mother displeased with me for some reason? Hmm? Oh, no, Tom. They were crazy about you. They... Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Well, no. They didn't say anything to me. Uh, Della, did you hear Kate or Audrey mention that? No. Why? Well, I told Miss Beekman to phone my office for an appointment after she got out of the hospital. Oh, Audrey didn't tell me. No, I didn't tell her mother. But I did tell the girl. 
When she didn't phone, I assumed she'd gone to someone else. Yeah, it puts me in a delicate ethical position. When you don't feel like phoning them? Oh, I'd, I'd rather not. They uh, might feel I was trying to, uh, well, drum up business. Well, if you think it's important, uh, I can mention it to them. Honey, I don't understand why Kate didn't mention it. She didn't say a word. Well, maybe you didn't tell her. Oh, yes. Well, I mean, perhaps you meant to, but... No, you... no, Miss Street. I'm positive I asked her to come in when I read those x-rays. I thought she was okay after the accident. she tell you that? Yes. Hmm. Now, I want to see her, Perry, and uh, when you mention it to him, you might let him know there'll be no further charge. My, uh... In the hospital will cover this, too. You never sent me a statement. Huh? Well, that's a horse of another color. Well, send me one. Mm. Too late now. A statute of limitations or something. That girl's a dancer, isn't she? Yes, she hasn't been dancing since her accident. I know. Now, you won't forget to get in touch, Mason. I want to see that girl as soon as possible. You heard Dr. Hill express his concern over Kate Beekman. You know that Kate is worried, too. Kate's secret and very real reason for being worried is going to be disclosed in the very near future. So, by all means, join us tomorrow, won't you? For the first time, finds himself in what appears to be a hopeless position. He doesn't even know half the evidence the police may have developed against Martha Harold Smith and her new husband in the matter of the murder of Wilfred Palmer, a blackmailer. But he does know it must be plenty or they would never have been arrested and held on suspicion of murder. Now, Mason believes both Martha and her husband innocent. But it looks like more than belief will be necessary to get them out of jail. Accordingly, Mason feels that the first step in the chain necessary to establish their innocence is to find other victims of Wilfred's blackmail racket. Somewhere in the city, there must be someone who can give him the information he seeks. But it's a big city. Now, as Mason brings the office car to a stop with him. Well, end of the line, Della. Uh-huh. Get out. Oh, uh, just a minute, please. For what? My coat stuck. Hmm? Where? There, it's loose. Oh. Had to take good care of this coat. Looks like it's going to be a long, cold winter. Open the door. Ooh. When I said a long, cold winter, I meant it started early. Mm. You haven't said how you like my new coat. All right, let's get around the corner and into that apartment building. You didn't answer me. About what, though? About my new coat. Don't you like it? Fine. Thanks. You knew how many payments I made before it was mine or mine. It's a very nice fur. That's better. Only, uh, I don't think I recognize it. Well, as long as it looks all right, it doesn't matter what it's called. No, it certainly doesn't. And it looks fine on you. Nice and warm. Oh, good. Oh, did you remember to cancel those reservations at the hunting lodge? Harry Mason, what kind of a secretary do you think I am? <laughs> Someday I'll tell you. I just lived for that day. Hmm. All right, here we are. You were going to walk right in? If the door is on latch. And the door was on latch. Ah. We've had a break, Don. Mm. Well, Wilfred certainly did all right for himself, didn't mm -hmm. he? Oh, come on. Never mind the interior decoration. What's there? I just assume not run into Mrs. Power. Who? The building manager. Oh. 
I'd like to speak to the maid, if we can find her, without any help. Which way do we go? Well, the stairway's across the lobby, right next to the elevator, okay? Stairway, here we come, if I don't get bogged down in the carpet. Oh, isn't it nice? Now, why can't I live in an apartment building like this? Try blackmailing. I understand it pays very well. While it pays. Yes, there's that. I don't think I'd look very pretty with a knife sticking in me. Well, let's get blackmailing out as a career. <laughs> oh, up these stairs. I'm bright. I knew it was a staircase the moment I saw it. Very important staircase, too. Oh? The one Martha used trying to get to Wilford's apartment. Oh. Right here is where the police found her glove. <sighs> only she hadn't been wearing gloves. Mm. You mean if only she'd kept them on. You know, you should think there'd be a policeman around here. Why? Well, because well, they've been all over the apartment, questioned everyone in the building. Stop trying to think for the police, Bella. Who, me? Mm. <laughs> Wait a minute, Jesus. Sounds like a vacuum cleaner. Yes, it does. On the other side of the door. Well, are we going to have another break? Shall I open the door and see? Yes, go ahead. Good morning. What'd you say? I said good morning. Oh. Is your name Agnes? That's right. And if you're the people checking into the... Well, if you're checking, why'd you come up the stairs? Well, we were just... Well, the... how'd you know my name? Well, we were looking for you, Agnes. Well, I'm going to yell for the manager. Mrs. Tower... No, wait, I... Agnes, don't. We want to help someone. Oh, cops are reporting. No, neither. Well, whatever you are, get along. I, I've said all I have to say about the murder. Agnes. Go on, leave me alone. Mrs. Power will be on my neck. Agnes. I can't hear you, so you might as well beat it. Hey, what do you mean, turning this off? I want to talk to you. It wasn't bad enough before he was murdered. But now Mrs. Power, well, she'll be fit to be tied. And who does she take it out of? Agnes, you cleaned Mr. Peel's apartment. Well, his and all the rest on this floor had take maid service. But if you have any idea that I... No, I haven't. And anyway, I see by the papers that the police have the woman who killed him. The woman in the tan coat. So why pester me when I have two check-ins? That's the point, Agnes. The woman in the tan coat happens to be innocent. We need your help in proving her innocence. Well, what's it to you? Well, he's her lawyer, and all Miss Mason wants to do is just to help... Oh, that's right. I I read about you. Perry Mason? How do you do, Agnes? Now... Oh, say, uh, well, you're the lawyer who got the policeman's daughter off. What was her name? Nora Tragg, wasn't it? She was innocent, too. Oh, I know. I saw the pictures in the tabloid. Pleased to meet you, Mr. Mason. Well, thank you, Agnes. Now, uh, will you help us? Oh, sure, anything at all. Unless Mrs. Power catches up with me. But I have told everything I know. Well, it's just possible that you know more than you yourself realize. What does that mean? Well, for example, how long have you been taking care of Palmer's, or, I mean, Peel's apartment? Well, I, I haven't lately, not since almost a month before he was murdered. But you used to clean it. Oh, every Sunday. Oh, what a pain in the neck that was. He had to have it cleaned on Sunday. Well, not even on the Lord's Day would he let me rest. Only one day a week? Oh, that was him. He only let me in on Sundays while he was in the room. Oh, yes, see. Uh, Bella, give me that picture. Here you are, sir. Agnes, did you ever see this woman? Let me see. Nice looking, isn't she? We think so. Did you ever see her, Agnes? Oh, I don't think so. Gee. Now, wait, Bella, don't get excited. Is she the one they've got down in the jail? Yes. Don't look to me like she'd kill anyone. She wouldn't. And she didn't. Here's the picture. Thank you. I wish I could help you, Mr. Mason, and that girl in the picture, but... But you have already. Huh? How? Agnes, I understand that Mr. Palmer, or Peel, had the lock changed on his door. Well, that's right. About three weeks before he got his. You know why? Well, because I told him I was going to get a substitute to clean his room on Sundays, and he got all excited and sore on his lock chain. Oh? 
How did you happen to look for a substitute? Oh, I didn't look for it. She looked for me. Oh, Mr. Mason, you... No, no, let's not jump to any conclusions at all. Tell me, how did you get in touch with this woman? I said I didn't, and I didn't. Well, I see. Well, then how did she get in touch with you? Oh, I don't know. We started talking. Mm -hmm. In this building? Yeah, in the hall here. She said she needed money, and she'd like to get Sunday work. Oh. Said her husband slept most of Sunday, so she wouldn't feel bad about leaving the kids. Kids? Well, she had two of them. Mm -hmm. You remember her name, Agnes? She never told me. Now, Agnes, think. Did you tell her whose apartment you cleaned on Sunday? Well, I think so. must have. Why is it the woman whose picture we just showed you, Agnes? Well, now, Miss, I told you I never saw that woman before. This one was different. How? Well, not so young or pretty, and her hair was lighter, too. Oh, blonde? Oh, sandy color, I suppose. I see. And she has a husband and two children. Well, that's what she said. Did she, um, was she well-dressed? Oh, no. Her stocking had a darn, I remember, and she looked like she could use work. Mm -hmm. How big was she? Oh, I don't know, maybe my size. Big enough to handle the job, and she said she needed extra money to have her boy's teeth straightened. Oh, she told you that? Well, sure. There wasn't anything wrong with our deal. I wanted to stay home Sundays, and she needed work, and as long as she lived just a few blocks away, uh -huh. well, well, I figured why not. But Mrs. Power doesn't know can't hurt her. Oh, Agnes. Someone coming down the hall, Chief. We'd better start the elevator. All right. Why, I do believe it's Mr. Mason. Well, Miss Whitlock. Well, how clever of you to remember me, Mr. Mason, after our so brief meeting. Well, you remembered my name. Oh, but I'm not a celebrated criminal lawyer. Oh, you're just as celebrated in your own way. Oh? My secretary, Miss Street. Yes, isn't it? I suppose there's no need to ask what you're doing in this building, Mr. Mason. That is, if the papers tell the truth, that you're defending the woman who murdered poor Mr. Peel. I'm defending a young woman who did not murder Mr. Peel, Miss Whitlock. Uh, of course. I'm afraid I put that rather stupidly. So now you're going about the halls looking for clues. Well, from the looks of things, I don't think there are any left. Oh, you mean because of the maid? <laughs> well, judging by the way she cleans my apartment, I'm sure the clues are still here. Hmm. May I ask the name of your client? No, well, the police will release her name in time. Oh, oh, I see. Well, it must be fascinating work, getting up in courtrooms, asking questions. I almost wish I were the murderess, just so I can have you to defend me. Nice to see you again, Mr. Mason. And I do wish you luck. Well, thank you. Hmm. What, Bella? I suppose I should just jump in the action. For what? Platinum mink. Bella, what a nasty thing to say about another woman. I was talking about her coat. Oh. Honestly, it makes mine look like alley cat. And when you think of a woman like Martha Smith, just an ordinary working girl, beating herself to death to pay off blackmail, while a woman like Alan Whitlock, the notorious Alan Whitlock, just drips platinum mink, well, I could... Oh, let's get out of here before I start getting sore. Life. Hi, everybody. This is Dean Martin. And Jerry.